Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, Real Sports fam? On episode 14 of the Real Underscore Sports podcast, we have our NFL preview 2019 season. Football is finally here. Not really, but we're going to talk about it. So let's get it. And down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Hurry, way down to Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. What's going on, Real Sports fam? I am Jack Settleman from Real underscore Sports on Snapchat, a 1 million following page, the greatest Snap account, Real underscore Sports. Give it a follow if you haven't. With me tonight is my longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, how we doing? Football! Football, <laughs> football, football, baby. I love the energy. You've been a little low energy. I guess that's what, what happens mean, when we talk. Bro, it's the Eagles reported to training camp today, as well as like 12 other teams. Like The energy's high right now. Yeah, we're excited. But before we get into it, um, coming up in a few weeks, we will be playing in a basketball tournament together for Team Trust the Process. I didn't get to name the team. Obviously, I would have never let that happen. But it's for a good cause. It's for charity. Abe, kind of explain uh, to the followers what Live to Ball is all about. Right. So Jack and I, um, August 17th, I believe that weekend, we're playing in a charity basketball tournament. Very competitive for that matter, um, with a couple of buddies we grew up with, my brother included. But more importantly, um, the purpose of the tournament is to raise money for the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, which is a very big uh, cancer treatment and research institution in New York City. Uh, It was founded way before the 1900s as a New York cancer hospital. Um, So the the point of the tournament is just to raise money as much as we can for cancer research and then go out there and have a competitive day and inevitably bring home a ring. Um, Jack and I have been playing in this tournament for, what, two, three years now? Well, this is going to be my second. You've so played a little second, longer. My third. Um, but most importantly, we don't have a ring. And um, we need your guys' help to help us in terms of seating in order to get that ring. So if the Real Sports fam, we're going to post a link tomorrow of some sort that we can get to you guys if the real sports fam can each donate a dollar, five dollars, fifty cents, anything you're able to give um, to our team, trust the process. Uh, Jack's a little bit of an outlier here because we're all Sixers fans on the team, but he'll suck it up for a weekend for the good cause. Um, yeah, we're playing. It's, it's all for a good cause. Like Abe was saying, if you guys can just, if everyone listening to this donated literally a dollar or five dollars, we would hit our goal. And it's all for a really good cause. Everyone has been affected by cancer somehow or some way or another. And this is one of those times where, you know, we've, we've always given back so much with giveaways and just providing free content that, uh, and a hundred percent of these proceeds obviously go straight to charity and straight to cancer research. So, if you guys can, we'll post it in RS Pods. It'll be link in bio. 
Um, please, if you can, ask your parents, ask your friends, just donate. We'll give you special shout outs on the pod. Whatever we need to do, just let us know. But please help support our team. Trust the process right. on our goal to solving cancer. Right. As as Jack said, there's there's a bigger there's a bigger picture than our team here. Um we like Jack said, we've all been affected by cancer. And if we want to personalize this a little bit, um however far we go in this tournament, I think we have a formidable team, Jack, wouldn't you agree? We've got a yeah, good roster. Good uh yeah. we could we could use a big, maybe that, but I think we definitely have a competitive team. We've made it deep in previous tournaments. But, uh, hey, if, if Trust the Process brings home a ring, Jack, I'm willing to get on the record and say we'll do a giveaway. What about you? Yeah, we'll definitely do a giveaway if we win. But we don't always want to make it just about the giveaways. We want to make it about cancer research. So please donate. Hey, help Jack, us how, about this? how about if we set a – let's set a fundraising goal tomorrow. And if we hit a certain goal, let's, let's, uh, let's get do a giveaway. That works for me. Or what do you want to make a giveaway? Goal? We can do real sports donates to cancer research, something like that. But we can figure okay. it out together. We'll workshop that. Um, sure. But yes, RS Pod on Instagram. Hit the link. Thank you guys for supporting. Now to what you're all here for, which is our NFL 2019 season Ooh, preview. That gives me chills. Let's just, that gives me chills. Let's just start it off hot. Super Bowl prediction. Which two teams are playing in Miami, and who's taking home the Lombardi? All right, this isn't this is not biased, I swear, but this Eagles team is the best Eagles team that Doug Peterson has had going into training camp. Like he had the 2017 team that obviously won the Super Bowl, but now like there are weapons and depth all over the place. Um, let's take the offensive side of the ball for a second. So you have Zach Ertz. I'm not going to call him the best tight end in football. I'll give him two. Would you agree with that with Kelsey? Sure. Okay, so we'll call him the second best tight end in football. So he's seeing a lot of double coverages up the middle, of course, and because he doesn't have someone over the top to take the safety off him and distract. Now the Eagles bring in a guy like Deshaun Jackson who commends double coverage over the top of the field. The safety's going to have to go deep with him. And Zach Ertz is one of the most athletic, prolific tight ends in football. That's only going to open up our offense for us. We drafted a running back in the second round in Miles Sanders from Penn State. I had the the fortune to watch him for a few years behind Saquon at Penn State. He's a really talented back, um, can can run in between the tackles, can catch out of the backfield. Jordan Howie brought him from um, Chicago. He's been a solid runner for the Bears the past couple of years. He had trouble with Matt Nagy just because they ran a little different system, but our younger cornerbacks are only getting stronger. Our defensive line, uh, we brought in Malik Jackson to play us on Fletcher Cox. So, I mean, I have no reason to believe that the sky isn't the limit for the Eagles, and you won't find me betting against them. Look, I don't I don't want to cut you off, but I, I agree with you. I think that – well, this is what it breaks down to. I don't – I think people understand that the Eagles are one of the deepest teams. They have the coaching – it just to me, it all comes down to Carson. Wentz. Like if Wentz yeah. can return to two years ago as MVP form, yeah, they're they're undoubtedly but, a Super Bowl favorite. But let me ask you this: like, is it a matter of him returning to that form, or him just staying healthy in general? Like, if he can play sixteen games, what do you think the limit is for this team? Like, I'm not talking he's going to play at that MVP level that he did, but like, I think you need that level to win. Wentz, Super what do you Bowl. think? 
I think you need that level to win Super Bowls. I know they'll be fine on on both sides of the ball, especially in 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 the interior. But you need a stud quarterback. Like that's why they won when Foles was the quarterback because he played out of his mind. That's why you know obviously the Super Bowl Brady didn't, but the whole you know the whole playoff. I mean, Brady team, threw for five hundred yards. What are you talking about? No, 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 not against the Eagles. This against the Rams last year. When kinda, I was just talking to a buddy of mine today about that. Like. That was the most brutal Super Bowl of all time. So I cannot bad. tell you one significant thing that happened in that Super Bowl. Yeah, it was um it was Goff abysmal. missed a bad throw. It wasn't that good, but um because the Real Sports fam is eight minutes into this pod and you have literally only talked about the offseason acquisitions, can you go ahead and make your prediction who's gonna make it from the AFC and who's gonna win the game? Well, I think they have a good idea who I think is taking it from the NFC. Um, the AFC, I mean, first off, whoever comes out of this conference isn't winning the Super Bowl. Let's just get that straight. But the AFC is interesting. Um, you have the Patriots, obviously, who are there every year just because they play in the AFC East. Make your pick. I'm going to make my pick. We'll get shut, there. Shut up. I'm saying make your pick, and then we will break everything down. Okay. So if I'm going to take a pick, I mean, I've taken on other podcasts, other episodes, I've taken the Colts. I've taken the Chiefs, but are we locking in an official this is pick your right now? Official pick. Official pick. Barring well, the only thing that you can alter is if the quarterback for either team goes down permanently. All right. Well, my official pick for the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC is the Eagles. And this will make uh, Chris Berman happy because during the Ladanian Tomlinson days, this was his Super Bowl prediction every year. Philadelphia Eagles versus the I was just about to say San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers in the 2000. It'll be 20 then Super Bowl. Um, the, I think literally everyone in the media picks the Chargers literally every year for the past decade. Oh, I know you're right. It's but my, my my rationale my rationale behind it is the Patriots are an every other year type thing. Like sure they might be able to go there this year, but like they won't win it. So I don't want to take them to go. The Chiefs. Um, I grew up with Andy Reid as my head coach for the Eagles, so I know he's going to blow like a, a clock situation inevitably in the AFC Championship or divisional round. And then I was picking between the Chargers and the Colts, and I don't know. I trust the Chargers on both sides of the ball more than the Colts. Yeah, I thought they were they ran into a bad matchup with the Patriots. I thought last year they actually had a pretty good chance at it. My official Super Bowl prediction is going to be uh, I guess I have to call a winner. It's kind of tough to predict the winner. Um, let's see. I'll go Chiefs. Go ahead, go ahead take take the Eagles. I'll go Chiefs over Packers. Um, oh, yeah. I think we're finally going to see the new NFL at its peak. We're going to get the two best quarterbacks in the game at their peak because defense wins championships, and both teams finally invested in their defenses to fully support. Uh, their star quarterbacks. They have. They don't need these superior offensive weapons. They'll make the Devontae Adams super. They'll make uh, you know whoever the running back for the Chiefs is even going to be this year. He'll. I'm sure he'll put up great numbers. So I'm going Mahomes over Rodgers, and obviously I could see that game going both ways. Um, let's. So let's work backwards then. What other teams do we have going to the playoffs in the AFC? You're talking, you're talking I'm going to go divisional and wild card with. I'm just uh, – yeah, the six teams in each conference that will make it. So, obviously, I have the Chiefs. 
I have the Chargers grabbing a wild card spot. I think they'll be very good again. Ooh, I have the Patriots take. winning the AFC East. <laughs> I think they'll. I think this will be. I think finally they won't get the bye, every, which is why I don't have them winning team, it. You know. Um. Exactly. Uh, I have the Jacksonville. Do I have the Jags win the division? I'll go. I'll go Colts win the division, I, I, but I Jags hoping, get the last wild card spot. Pick the Jags getting the wild card spot just so I could call you out for you taking them. You're like sleeper. No, I understand. I was just no, they're they're my sleeper. I think that's the one. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk a little more about them in a bit. And then obviously the <laughs> toughest for me is going to be deciding who comes out of the AFC North because there's only going to be one spot. And I have said. The whole, the whole, literally since you know they got OBJ, I've said both the Ravens and Browns will go nine and seven, and the winner of the division will come down to some tiebreaker, whether it's divisional record. And I think that because we'll lose one in Cincy, this being the Ravens, we'll lose at the Browns, and we'll lose at Pittsburgh, or we'll split with Pittsburgh. It doesn't really matter where. Bro, I think we're gonna you, get the short end of the stick, so and I think the Browns, the Ravens, to me on a weekly basis. And now you're coming on. The, now you're coming. No, shut up! Shut up! What do you mean? When do I talk shit? With, no, in general, you can't tell when me do I you talk- don't talk shit. Um, to me about the Ravens saying they're filthy. I'm. Uh, they're not filthy at all. Their defense is nasty, and this is something I need to point out because I got so everyone's like, "Oh, they lost this whole defense. They lost Eric Weddle, who was literally the worst." defensive back I've ever seen and replace him with He's Earl Thomas who's Thomas. 10 times better so I don't care about that Suggs is 30 Suggs is 38 years old that didn't matter he had like a half a sack in his final eight games last year uh we lost who oh Zadari Smith who the Packers overpaid like crazy every defensive star that leaves the Ravens as a young kid has literally gone bust do you remember the name Paul Kruger do you remember CJ like literally any of these guys and and then that's the last one. CJ's we couldn't pay dirty. for He's CJ. Uh, it's a we'll huge get loss. It. We'll get into it. It's huge. Yeah, he's a huge loss. But point being, the defense will be fine. And no, I don't think the Ravens are that good oh, because Lamar's not that good. No. I, the no, only thing I say. Dude, shut up. Shut up. Let he's me the baby goat. You do this. But, but hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The only thing I say about the Ravens is it is the most fun team because we are electric and we're so fun to watch. That doesn't mean we're going to win a lot of games. It just means I'm Bro, finally going to enjoy watching off, the Ravens. I don't think Lamar is actually good. You just said that. You're on record on every Snapchat saying he's the baby goat. From who? You? Yeah, that's his nickname. Oh God, the baby goat. Uh, yeah. Off, the Ravens are the most exciting team in football. You he's just said that. the baby goat, and everyone loves the baby goat. I don't know. For my for my Ravens, like which okay, are always well, a boring team, they're the Charlie they're at can their peak edit that exciting. audio to see, but I'm pretty sure you just said they're one of the more exciting teams in football. What the what? Well, that that Who is true. Everyone will be watching the Ravens, Ravens football. Everyone, bro. You play Everyone, in division, Hollywood, you play Brown, in with Lamar, the like, most interesting and exciting team in football. Right, and we play them twice, so you'll be tuning in twice. Yeah, twice. That's as much as anyone will tune into your games. I'll tell you one thing. No one watches the Eagles because they're a boring-ass team. What do you mean? And that's facts. What? That's facts. They're not entered. No one cares to watch the Eagles. Everyone hates the Eagles. All right, give me your AFC predictions right now. Um, AFC predictions. 
Coming out of the AFC West, I have the... Oh my God. Wait, this should be exciting. Coming out of the AFC West, I have the Chargers. I have the Chiefs taking a... a oh no, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Coming out of the AFC West, I have the Chargers. I have the Raiders taking a wild card spot because they were my sleeper team to make the playoffs. And which just caught, got caught in a dark hole before I figured out what I was doing. Are you getting uh, cold feet with that Raiders prediction now? I have a team I want to switch it to. I mean, dude, go for it. You can. Dude, the only thing is that you have to admit that you made a mistake in originally calling the Raiders your sleeper team, or you have to go with them. And this is going to be a six-month commitment of when you'll be supporting John Gruden's fat face <laughs> and the Oakland Raiders. So, so, so I'm just saying, here's to your chance to get out in right now. Yeah, so quit while you're ahead if you can. Shit. Um, okay, here we go. You're, you're going to eat this up too. I have the Chargers coming out of the AFC West. I have the Chiefs being a wild card out of the AFC West. I'm sorry, John Gruden. I slept on it. Uh, you still haven't proved shit to me, but I wish you the best. <laughs> out of the AFC East, I have the Patriots, of course. Out of the AFC East as my sleeper team. No, J-E-T-S, don't say the Jets. Oh my Jets, God. Jets, Jets. This is coming from someone who told me New York is the worst sports city and included the Jets in yeah, that and how they're a disheveled organization. Um, one of my buddies, Josh Herman, shout out Josh, my fantasy football. I'll never partner, do that again. A big never shout out Herman again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, he's a big Jets fan. Um, we've been talking fantasy the past couple of weeks in terms of draft strategy, and he's kind of just subtly brought up the Jets every time. And I've kind of convinced myself that Darnold will make a random jump. And I don't know. You know what? Let's If you're picking a sleeper team, it's got to be something fun. So yeah. I'm picking the Jets to make a wild card spot, maybe out of the sixth seed. Um, the AFC South, interesting division. Um, let's throw Marcus Mariota out of there for now. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I left out Houston, who won that division. That's That's kind of bold. Right, that's bull, but what did they really do? They didn't really do much to bolster their roster, did they? Um, they still have the same, like... Yeah, and Clowney's uh, having a contract dispute. Deshaun's a beast. No, Hopkins is the best receiver in football, but like, they still yeah. have Lamar Miller. I mean, it's a matter of... I trust Andrew Luck making more of a jump than I do Deshaun Watson. Um, And Frank Reich has Super Bowl experience. Shout out to Eagles. So I'm going to take the Colts coming out the, out of that division, but I think you see a uh, a ten and six winner out of that with like maybe the Jags and the Colts being nine and seven behind that. Whoa! So you're on the Jags train because you didn't like that pick originally. No, I I really don't mind that pick. Um, okay. I think Fournette will get a lot of carries out of them. Will get a lot of touches. Foles, what? I mean, he's my guy. Inevitably, I can't do anything about yeah. that. But let's take a look up north to your Ravens division. Um, let's just throw them out of the out of the loop right now. You guys will be lucky to be five hundred. Uh, the Bengals will be lucky to win to match their win total of six wins. I think this dunk comes down to Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And uh, I'm so low on Pittsburgh. I don't know why. Just said I think it comes. You're lower. I'm low. I am. I am. It's just it's a culture I, thing for me, and like they have a veteran quarterback. Yeah, but that see that to me is what I feel like they've lost their identity, which was it's always a culture, it's always team first. But they're I gonna play they, good D. At the same time, and, I think they regained their identity 
by actually parting ways with AB and Le'Veon. Like they were in that limbo with them. And like, I think that maybe this like regained their identity to establish themselves as a team. Like they know what they have going forward. Yeah. I don't know. So are you riding? I have have Cleveland coming out of this division. Oh my God. I can't believe we both picked Cleveland. I I just think Cleveland wins nine games, but I think in our division, it might be enough. I think I'm going to be honest. I think they win 11 or 12. Oh, okay. Now that's not saying I trust the Cleveland Browns as a whole. I'm okay. Solely I have a proposal. Their names, on, their proposal. names on the team, they're so talented, man. Yeah, but they're still the Browns until proven otherwise. I agree. The same way the, the Eagles were, but they proved it, but the Browns are the same. So will you accept my proposal? Um, $100 that the Browns win te- 11 games. Whoa, what the f- – what? You just said 11 or 12 games. No, I didn't. I said 10 or 11. Oh, my God. You literally said 11 or 12. Did all I? Right, it's I mean, I don't remember the recording, so. Um, all right. But Let's move to NFC. Your, yeah, you're pulling out a, a shit bet out. Yeah, move on. All right, so the NFC we go. And let's start in the NFC East. I think the Eagles win the division. I oh, see the Cowboys. Why don't you explain why? They're, oh, I think it just, and myself. For, for me, it's just <laughs> uh, offensive and defensive line. They have the best in the league, and that's the most important. Uh, um, Cowboys have a better offensive line than us, but continue. No, no, no. Com- like as a combo. Okay. Like the law of averages. If you, they have the third best O line and second best D line, that's the number one. Really good. Um, Cowboys, I think, are an eight and eight team this year. Redskins and Giants will both be garbage, so that's an easy division for me. Uh, um, I want to stay in the NFCs for a sec. I want your yeah. opinion, your honest opinions, because he's in a contract situation. What are your thoughts on Dak Prescott as a quarterback? He's awful, and the Cowboy. Well, he's not awful. He actually is a winner. He's, he's like a, one. Of, thing. He's a winner. Yeah, but he. This is what happened. This is the problem with the NFL that we we've always talked about is because of this notion of franchise quarterbacks. He, I'll give you the analytical breakdown of the entire NFL on how to win a Super Bowl. It's literally this simple. (laughs) You need two things. You either need a quarterback to win on a rookie contract within his first four years as a pro or have an average quarterback who just gets hot for three games or have someone take a a pay cut like Brady. You cannot – because – the NFL is literally about building out a full team. And look at all – Rodgers do, hasn't done it since he signed the deal. Matt Ryan hasn't done it since he signed the deal. They're stuck. Um, Goff got there because he's still in that rookie deal, and they could sign like an Aaron Donald plus a suit. Like that's how you build that team. Um, other example, Stafford caught – like obviously he's good enough to be worth that, but then the team stuck. So the Cowboys are unfortunately stuck in that position where they're going to have to pay Dak, even though it would be very smart to pass on him. Uh, what? Have, Come on. Be, like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the team that I don't think it's Super Bowl Dak, or Listen, I don't think you make Dak one of the highest paid quarterbacks in football, of but course. That's the only option because like, someone else will. That's the problem. All right. But, like, what choice does Dallas have other than to pay him? Like, that's your my opinion, point. Listen, listen, in your opinion, you think the Eagles are really good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They just gave Carson the biggest contract in franchise history and in NFL history. They have one year, in my opinion. This is the year. So you think this is the year before they – I think it – 
maybe the next year, but like it gets very tough because how long are your guys locked up to? It's just this year, and then they're all free agents, uh, right? We, we, have, we have a strong roster until like 2021 with like right. Lane. Yeah, um, but you will start losing a few guys, and once any part of that core starts falling apart, that's when teams fall apart. So no, of course you you need you need both lines. You need the offensive. You need the exactly. defensive line, and you need a quarterback that's capable. Like we've seen, like with the Eagles a few years ago, we saw Nick Foles. Yeah. You don't have to be an elite level quarterback to win I mean, a Super Bowl. He played like one. It's tough, and then you just have, you have to be a game, you have to be a game manager. Like yeah, in that in that divisional game against Atlanta a few years ago, yeah, he played like shit. Yeah, he did. He just managed the game. Like the defense kept us in it, and he I'm trying he to took, was thrown in his way. I I mean, do you disagree at all with what I'm saying? Like you need a no, guy in the first four years. Not at all. So I think that's like unfortunate for. Uh, the Cowboys, because someone else will pay him the same way oh, Foles so essentially sad. got paid. Fortunate for the Cowboys, huh? I'm so sad. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So next division, uh, NFC North. The Bears won 12 games. That was a one lot of, of games. One of the more interesting divisions. And they didn't get that buy, which sucked for them. But I think that the Bears are going to be representative of. Last year's Jaguars, I think Trubisky isn't that good. I don't think he takes a step forward. I think that the Bears were super lucky with having no injuries. I think their defense is excellent, but it played above and beyond. It's like the chances of them repeating. Uh, I'm officially off anything related to the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is a joke. (laughs) Yo, Jack, I'm going to be honest. Like You're you're spitting facts right now. Like. in terms of the NFC North, I've never agreed with you more right now. In terms Kirk of Bears, Cousins, like, what? How did the Eagles make the playoffs? Oh, because Kirk Cousins had a home playoff game against. Yo, I had a, I had a couple of my buddies over. We were watching the Eagles skins game week seventeen, and we had the Vikings Bears on. Like the Vikings needed to win yeah, to get in. It was crazy. Kirk Cousins was the epitome of average. I actually love that guy. Yeah, honestly, because he hooks it up for you guys. Um. Lions, a joke, and then Packers, my Super Bowl pick. It has a lot to do with Rodgers, new coach, new system all around him, which I think is important. We saw how that elevated Goff, and it honestly elevated Trubisky last year. And they finally they spent like $80 million on defense, and that's all he's ever needed. So, if And if Rodgers doesn't put it together this season, then I'm done with him also. NFC South, uh, I have the Falcons. Always, always one of the more interesting divisions in football yeah, every year. One of those kind of changes up every year. Saints dominated the division. They won it by six games. Uh, I think they'll be back, I would assume, but it wouldn't shock me if the – I think it'll be a way more even division this year. Tampa is a mess. Like, if, is Jameis the starting quarterback? He's on a, I mean, he's on a contract year. So like, Who would be their backup? It, that it, would be those two guys, like – him and Mariota, they came out of the same yeah. class. They've both been just the epitome of average, but with that, with that like potential like coming out of college, yeah. and people are just banking on that. But like this is the final like go around. Like for all right, me, it, it feels like that both those teams probably should have given up right by now. Like it just feels like quit while you have the chance. Bro, there were so many rumors. There were so many rumors around the Eagles sending the house to trade up for Mariota. Yeah. During the Chip Kelly days, because he was our coach, yeah. Mariota was an Oregon guy. Blah 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 blah. Um, I'll be honest; I was on that bandwagon. Like, send the house for Mariota. <laughs> of course you were. 
but now we got cars. The, so the thing is that I said with the Bears, with their luck, I have the reverse. I could see the reverse happening with the Falcons. I think that's why they weren't very good last year. Um, new OC to kind of get Julio the ball even more because he needs it. So I think the Saints could go 11-5, and five, Falcons 10-6, and six, win the division. I'm nervous about Cam Shoulder in Carolina, but uh, they'll be like an 8-8 eight and eight squad. And then the NFC West is actually – this is the most interesting division because – the Cardinals won three games, and they're only going to improve. They're not going to the playoffs. The Niners were projected to be a sleeper for the playoffs. Garoppolo goes down week two. Seahawks actually overperformed. They were pretty bad to start the year, and then they won four of their last five to sneak into the playoffs. And then the Rams were dominant. I, I'm just not very sold on golf. I think they'll be. I, they should make the playoffs again. Bro, he went to the Super Bowl last year. I know. But I, uh, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not sold on him either. But like, the road in the playoffs though was uh, a Cowboys team at home. That was a joke game. Like the Cowboys couldn't do anything, and then uh, they should have lost the NFC Championship. So they didn't really impress me. I. That's fair. So I, the thing is, every year it seems like there's going to be a 13 and three team in the league. I don't know who that team is this year. Maybe I don't think it's the Chiefs. Sounds like you you're like the only team that you're sold on sold sold to win their division in the NFC is the Eagles. Yeah, that's correct. And that sounds like that no, might be your third. No, I'm pretty team. sold on the Packers. Not to be like thirteen three, but I think they'll win the division. Right. Um. Well. All right. So who's your what's your what's your deal? Who's coming out of the NFC? Uh, you told you said the Packers. Yeah, Packers are coming out, but I'm gonna go Rams. Saints and Falcons. Rams out, Rams out of the division, right? Uh, to win the division? Yes. Saints and Falcons. So who's coming out of that division? Who's getting the wild I'm card? I'm going to give it to the Saints. I think they'll do enough. Give what? The yeah, the division. Falcons, wild card. Falcons, wild Packers card. win the NFC North. Eagles win the NFC East. I think I need no another shit. team. No shit. You need one more between the huh. North, the West, and the East. Hmm. I think – I guess I could probably just give it to the Seahawks. They're just so consistent. Russ is just – I mean, Russ and Pete Carroll. Just I mean, Pete Carroll, in my opinion, is the second-best coach. Yeah, I think – so I guess I think it's just going to be a very top-heavy conference this year in the NFC with yeah. you, Packers, right. Saints, Falcons, Rams just beating up on people. Right. Um, I don't mind that. Let's start in the NFC East. Um, the Eagles are going to win the division for obvious reasons that Jack explained. I don't need to get into it. Um, NFC North. I think Jack was spot. Like you, this is, you wouldn't catch me dead saying all this, but I think Jack was spot on with the NFC North. Um, Kirk cousins is the epitome of average. Uh, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is that good. Accuracy issues, deep ball issues. He can move in the pocket and create for himself, but I don't know. I think that year over year, what was it? Last year was his second year, right? Yeah. So I think defenses can adjust for him more often now that they've seen him more. Um, obviously, the Bears have an elite defense, in my opinion, one of the best, the best in football. But I don't see that being enough. I've always been a big Rodgers guy. They've improved on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams steps into his role as a running back. They have Devontae Adams, who's a top receiver. I, I think that 
I honestly think Jimmy Grant makes it returns to his old form with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I have the Packers coming out of the North. The West is interesting. I might, I might want to make a bold prediction here, Jack. Go for uh, it. I think the Seahawks win the division. Okay. I don't think that I lied. I just, I thought about that as I said it. Uh, <laughs> I think the Seahawks don't win the division. I think the Rams win the division. I think this is one of those, like there were, there was a few years back when like in the, um, in the NFC South, like one of the teams won the division with like a seven and yeah, nine record. CEO. That was the Marshawn Lynch. No, no, I'm talking about the oh, NFC South. Oh, NFC South. So one team a few years ago was like, it was a shit division and like one team won with an okay. awful record. I think, I think we see the same thing out of the West this year. The Rams are in that division. They're not going to be. The Rams, the Rams I know, but they're going to win nine or ten games. I think they okay. can win nine. And then I have the San Francisco 49ers as a wild card team. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, they, improved, they improved on the defensive side of the ball. They brought in D4. They drafted Bosa. I don't know. It's just it's it's a gut feeling. They're bringing in Jimmy J. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's coming back off a torn ACL. That's fine. No, uh, no, it's no. Just I, there's normally about to... two playoff teams per year that get turned over. Sometimes exactly that. Yeah. That was part of my thinking. Like, there's that kind of thing, and then uh, the NFC South is always a toss-up. Like I find myself every year wanting to believe in Cam yeah. Newton, just because I think about how cool he is. Like he's just the most swag in the NFL, but like. Realistically, his shoulder's brutal. Um, McCaffrey can have a sure year, a great year, sure. But, like, can DJ Moore turn into that number one receiver for them? I don't see it. Greg Olson will probably break his foot again. So, I have the Saints and the Falcons getting out of this division. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Falcons in the division, to be honest. I think they they suffered a lot of injuries on defense last year. And... um, They'll return to the f- full form. Devontae Freeman's healthy. Now. You get a good year out of Julio. Like, he always but, just seems to get hurt. Oh, uh, yeah, for now. But, like, even if he's healthy, like, there's always a debate between him and Tevin Coleman. But, like, yeah. Tevin Coleman's gone. So, it's like yeah. his show to run. So, I have the Falcons winning that division with a very strong record. The Saints being the wild card with a strong record as well. Um, the NFC East, obviously, the Eagles are coming out. NFC North, I'm going to take Green Bay like Jack did. NFC West, I'm going to go with the Rams and the, Ni- and the Niners. Um, coming out of that, I have the Eagles winning the NFC Championship over Atlanta, as our little brothers every time. We've beaten them all the time. Yep. And it just happens to come down to the last pass every time. Uh, that that means you guys are pretty solid. Um, I mean... Anyways, according to Madden, we'll just keep it keep the show moving. We'll go like ten more minutes here. We'll try and get it wrapped up. But MVP, we've touched on this a little, but let's just refresh the listeners who hadn't heard it before. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I think he puts it all together. He'll have the ball more. He'll have his own offense, which might take a little time to adjust to. But give a quarterback that much time, who's that good? I think he will lead the Packers to like a 12-4 and four record. He'll put up the numbers and win MVP. Who do you have? All right. Well, I refuse to, for the listeners' purposes, I'm going to stay away from Carson. 
Um, even though I may think he's going to win and the Eagles are going to be great. I'm going to take a pick other than him. And I mean, it stays with my other NFC championship pick. I'm going to go Matt Ryan. Um, I think though, I think Calvin Ridley makes a jump from he was good last up year. until this year. No, he was, of course he was good. I think he just continues to improve. They're getting Devontae Freeman back, Austin Hooper, uh, Julio Jones. I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I've always been an NFC South guy to the point where I think that the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers are always way better than they are. So this is just off the top of the dome, to be honest. Uh, i go with Matt Ryan for MVP. All right. Rookie of the year. I'm going. We did this. Huh? We did know, this, but we not everyone listened to that NFL or uh, to that Monday mailbag. So I wanted to put it in the NFL preview. My rookie of the year is Kyler Logic. Behind it, he's got you know he's going to play all 16 games, which is huge for a quarterback because the award is obviously heavily on statistics. That's a big reason why Saquon held off Baker. Um, they're going to be an improved team, which will help for his resume. He's going to be in the Cliff Kingsbury offense. And he's going to put up those dual passing passing plus rushing numbers. Uh, and then the rest of the quarterback crop, like a Daniel Jones, he won't see much time. Drew Locke won't see much time. And the only other option, I think, is your rookie of the year, Josh Jacobs, on the Raiders. And I'm just going quarterback over running back, especially because the running back won last year. And I just don't see it happening in back-to-back. Like, Saquon was so, so special. And he barely beat Baker, who played like 10 games. I mean, you just like totally stole my thunder. <laughs> I mean, um, counter it. Tell me why Jacobs could win over Kyler because I just don't see it happening. No, I mean, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Josh Jacobs, the rookie out of Alabama, is going to be the rookie of the year solely for the reason that Saquon was, and he's going to get the volume. We saw with Gruden, he's always been known to feed his number one running backs. Um, Cadillac Williams. Uh, our listeners might not know about him because he was he's yeah. an older bull. We were we were young when he was yeah, a rookie, he, right? He was like a rookie like a decade ago. I don't know. But um they've been getting Gruden gives his running backs like upwards of three hundred touches. And I think that so much attention will be towards A B that a lot of those touches towards Josh Jacobs will go for big yardage and like, I mean, oh, crap. You know what? I didn't pick them for the playoffs. There's too many teams, you know? <laughs> There's too many teams. I really picked the, I really picked the Jets to yeah, make the playoffs. Yeah, you're going to regret that in the morning. Um, all right. I'm sleeper. <laughs> anyway, I think that I think that the Raiders are going to have a, a better year than people expect, and Josh Jacobs will all be right. the rookie of the year. Sleeper, overrated team, and worst team in the league. I'll start my sleepers, the Jags. Bortles two years ago led the same Jags, similar Jags team to an AFC championship, a game they actually should have won. They got a little unlucky. I think Foles comes in, kind of revives them, finally puts a competent quarterback up there, and I think he takes them to the playoffs. My overrated team that's going to fall is the Bears. I Like I mentioned, Trubisky, not a huge fan of. Uh, I think they were injury free last season. The defense caused way too many turnovers. It's unrealistic to expect that type of production again. And then my worst team in the league, I'm going to go, I want to say the Dolphins because my best friend Dean is a Dolphins fan, but I think Fitz, 
No, don't take, don't take me. Don't take me. Uh, I don't know who your pick's going to be. I'm going to say the Buccaneers because, like I mentioned, I think oh, they're no. just uh, in shambles all across the board, especially a quarterback. Um, who do you got? Sleeper. Sleeper. Overrated. Worst. Number sleeper one team. pick. Um, sleeper team. Can I sure. take two? They're both brutal. Um, I'm going to go the Jets. I think Darnold makes a big jump. Maybe my fantasy partner Herman has been in my ear for a little bit. Uh, they have, I think they have the best rookie in the class. Like he won't win rookie of the year. Quentin Williams, the best but like, like last year, Quentin Nelson was probably the best rookie. Like he was an All Pro and everything. But like in the nature of the, of the award, you're not going to win the position right. as an offensive lineman. So I think Quentin Williams they have the best rookie. They solidified they the offensive Le'Veon. line. Um, they got Le'Veon, Mosley. they brought in C.J. Mosley. Like, I, I don't know. If Darnold makes that jump for me, maybe they need another receiver or tight end to be formidable. But I like what the Jets are doing. So I'm going to make them my sleeper team. I think they can win eight or nine games. Uh, Overrated or team that like, kind of has a drop-off. I guess yours has to be the Rams. No, Yeah, but you said they're the going to go from 13 in a Super Bowl appearance to nine. Okay, I'm going to take Dallas. Dallas. Okay, for sure. Last year they were ten and six, won the NFC East. Yeah, I don't see I don't that know. repeating. I'm just not on Dak Prescott. I'm not. I'm, no, you know who I'm not sold on more than Dak Prescott is Jason Garrett. <laughs> like, I think Jerry Jones has to get over his love fest of him and fire him. I think Dak Prescott can be a, a franchise quarterback, just because like you don't have to be that good to win a Super Bowl. Um, I don't think Jason Garrett's the guy. I think they had extreme luck with their with their defense last year and Leighton Van Der Esch and their linebacking core. Of course, they're great, but I don't see them having the impact they did last year. Um, I don't see Amari Cooper being as formidable as he was, catching so many touchdowns. Sure, they brought in Randall Cobb, but this is in 2014, so screw you, Randall Cobb. Cole Beasley's gone. Jason Witten can't move. I forgot about um, who knows that. It's so weird that now, they brought him back. Yeah. Who win? I mean, you know he'll I convert mean, hella third downs. So that's all he does. He'll, he'll literally be like Dirk. Uh, well, no, the, thing is, the thing is they, they, they brought in Jason Witten or brought back, but they removed Cole Beasley, who True. was the king of third and six right across the middle. I don't know. I see Dallas falling off. Like I could even see Washington finishing second okay. in our division this year. Um, if Dwayne Haskins formidable, and the last you, category who's going to get the number about? one pick worst record? Oh, uh, yeah, you took the Bucks, so I'm not them. Um, not going to take the Cardinals. Uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna keep it for my boys. We're going. You know what? Those New York Giants. Like, let's get Daniel Jones some help, boys. <laughs> is a god they don't even deserve fire. to be the worst team like gettleman will probably trade at the deadline for some pieces to make sure they end up with like the fifth worst record no the thing is like my delusional my delusional friends like i don't even and, like, think rationalize, they do. Like, do they really have a big year shepherd like they're brutal it's, it's, man their team isn't horrible they're not wrong it's not horrible it's not good by any stretch but eli is miserable he's miserable there's no you think you think do you think Daniel Jones sees yeah, the field at some point. this year? 
I would have to admit. But how, um, how long? I think like it's literally been a year and a half of them booing Eli off the field. Like they're gonna break at some point. Didn't they? They benched Eli for a game last year. They benched him for a single game and brought right. in Geno Smith. But like, bro, their schedule like it. All right, so they open up against the Cowboys, then the Bills, then the Bucks. Like Eli will still be there. Then the Redskins will be there. Then you have the Vikings Wait, and so the, the Patriots. They're really going to start like three and one or something. And it's and the no, and the Bra- I mean the teams you named are bad, bro. What makes you think they can beat the Bills or the because, Bucks? That's what I'm saying. This is this is how I see it playing out. They'll like beat. The Bills and the Bucks because the Bills and Bucks both won't be that good. And who is the fourth team? I mean, I think I think the Bills are might be no, they are. But I'm saying, and who's the fourth team? Cowboys. They go, they go. Cowboys, then Bills, then Bucks, then Reds. My prediction is they'll be three and one, and the Browns will have a worse record, and then the media narrative will literally be all about you know Odell, blah blah blah. He was the cancer and all of that. That's my prediction because that's just how it plays out. That's yeah, just, by the end of the season, I'll be fine. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, another shout out to our Live to Ball charity campaign. Please donate at RS Pod on Instagram. We'll have a link attached. A major shout out to my girlfriend, Hallie. It's her birthday, July 25th, when the podcast uh, launched. Abe, hey, you want to know my favorite part of when I send people? We had to, we had to throw when that I, in for Hal. Well, only because it's related to sports. So obviously. Wait, wait, wait. She even uh, listens. She doesn't listen, but she's gonna listen to this oh, episode. So Charlie, cut that. Um, cut that cut my that. favorite part is that Saquon follows her on Instagram, and it, randomly, someone from the Real Sports fam will be like, "Yo, do you know Saquon follows your girlfriend on Instagram?" I'll be like, "Yes, this is the hundredth person who's told me. It's not cool. <laughs> they were friends. Who was closer though, you and you and Say or her and Saquon?" Um. She was probably closer just because she's a girl and can offer more than <laughs> I can. But for the real sports fam, I was buddies with Saquon in college. Still keep in touch a little bit. We're going to do what we can to get him on the podcast. Um, but yeah, just for the sole fact that I'm not a girl and can't give him what he wants, uh, I'm going to say Hallie was I don't think closer. Hallie gave him what he wanted either. I wish he did. We'll, we'll keep that. Uh, let's let's drop it. We'll drop, drop, drop it. <laughs> All right, Real Sports fam. This was our 2019 NFL preview. We will see you guys from Miami for the Super Bowl. Well, we're going. Know. Let's try and figure it out. We'll try and go. Are you down? Yeah. If it's Eagles Ravens, yeah. we'll definitely be there. Live pod from Miami. Uh, <laughs> All right, Real Sports fam. It's been real. Peace. Peace.